My name is Bridie and joining me for Let's Talk About Sex, as always, is our resident sexologist and pleasure activist, Tony Coons. Hey, Bridie. Thanks for having me in. Thanks for coming in. I don't know who we could ever get to replace you or if we <laughs> ever could. So thank you so much for making time for us every fortnight to talk about sex. Always a pleasure. Now, today we are looking at sex with different bodies. You can chime in if you like. 0409 945 945. We always welcome questions yep. and queries. We're starting off with size. People of different sizes need yeah. to, uh, um, well, you know, work around and, and think of different ways to, to, to have pleasure. And I wanted to start by asking you what needs to be kept in mind first and foremost when having sex with someone with a different sized body. Yeah, I think uh, as much as many of us try, those with larger bodies can often find outside of the bedroom they're not as body positive for themselves as they'd like to be because we live in a world that's got really messed up standards for bodies. So there's constant judgment um, and beauty standards that don't, you know, that aren't possible for all bodies. So we need to understand that and acknowledge that. But while we might struggle with this in our everyday life, it's actually possible to be in bed and be completely comfortable in our own skin. It's all about being present in your body and focusing on what's happening in the now. So if we're going to focus on, oh, my God, you know, I hope you can't see how big my belly is or my cellulite or things wobbling or that sort of stuff, or maybe I'm too large and I'm going to squash them, those sort of thoughts take you out of your nice experience that you're having and into your head. And often when we're in our head, we time travel into the future where something goes wrong and we don't feel so great. Yeah, we spoke about this a little bit in our yeah. last episodes about body image and body positivity. Yeah, absolutely. So if you can, and you know, I, I think it can take a little bit of practice, but it's not too hard. If you can present as though you really want to be there and that you like what you're doing and you're excited to try new things. And even if you're butt naked in some overly revealing position, you can be completely comfortable in your body. It's really going to in, completely change the experience of sex that you have. So rather than apologising for your body, you're going to show up with a vengeance and be there and ready to adventure. And I think that's something that not just people with larger size bodies can take yeah. on, but it's something that everyone can probably take it. Take absolutely, absolutely. I meet people in all sorts of shapes and sizes who worry about their body and how their partners see them. And honestly, I think if somebody gets to see you naked, they're already excited about you and not to worry about that. Let's worry about having fun together. But to come back to people uh, with different size bodies, how does the size of or size of your partner impact on your sex? Um, well, larger bodies can make a lot a lot more things possible, right? So I've been to quite a few um, interesting workshops, and one of them was called Fat, Kinky, Sexy, run by some fabulous friends of mine. Um, and in that workshop, we did squashing and squishing. We did wobbling parts of people's bodies, which was extremely funny. It tickled people. It made them giggle, and 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 it was actually very sensual for them. You can squish into people, bury yourself in their flesh, things like um, titty fucks and playing around with butt butt cracks, all kinds of folds in people's bodies can be really sensuous and sensual. So there's a whole lot more of them to explore. Some people like queening, which is um, popular with uh, people where you sit on top of your lover's face so you kind of squat over them and some people particularly like that with larger bodies because they like the whole feeling of being smothered but sexual at the same time so everybody likes different things I think it's important for us not to write ourselves off or our partner off we're like oh they're not going to like this it's about being curious and saying how would you feel about this um, because, yeah, it's about celebrating bodies. And trust that your partner's going to tell you if they're getting squashed. Don't worry about that all the time. Yeah. Can <laughs> we can we t 
talk a little bit more about some other positions that might be nice for uh, people with uh, larger bodies? Yeah. So some positions that I recommend are things like lying along the arm of a sofa because your weight's borne by the sofa. And that's that's really good for oral sex or for doggy-style penetration. Um, Reverse cowgirl works really well for partners with a larger belly. That can be either or. if you your partner has a large belly and you want to do doggy style, back into them. So kind of like you put your reversing lights on and back into them and they can lift their belly up so that you can actually achieve penetration. You can modify a missionary position by putting your knees on the bed and taking all your weight. So it's like your knees and then your, the rest of your legs down to your feet are on the bed and then your elbows and your arms are on the bed. So you're kind of doing a sort of push up. Uh, but that that disperses weight so you're not squashing people Uh, you can with a pillow prop up your partner's hips to make sure you can access their genitals or get easier penetration depending on what you're doing so there's there's a lot of things that you can do that you can use sex slings I recommend the edge of the bed so people can have weight borne or their weight supported while other people are doing fun things to them Uh, spooning doggy on your hind legs partner lying down one leg up towards the roof you hold that leg and kind of grind into them Uh, oral sex scissors there are many 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 things that you can think about so think about how you bear your weight whether you're going to kneel rather than lie or sit Uh, move to the floor instead of a soft bed if it's easier to move around strategically placing pillows and props leaning over furniture scooting to the end of the bed lifting your legs those are sort of the basic tips i can give you there on Let's Talk About Sex, we're looking at sex with different bodies, what positions work well for who, with resident sexologist and pleasure activist Tani Coons from Surrey Hills Therapy. And up next, we're talking about trans and non-binary bodies and bodies with different abilities and, um, and yeah, and we want you to chime in. So you can text us us on 0409 945 945 if you have any questions or you want to add something to what we're talking about. You're listening to Mornings and this is Sachet with Nets. Mornings, that was Nets by Sachet. You're listening to Let's Talk About Sex. I'm joined by Tanya Coons, our resident pleasure activist. And now we're going to get into sex with trans and non-binary folk. So what language can I use in the bedroom with trans and non-binary folk that's most respectful? That's that's a really good question. I think what we need to do is affirm gender with our language and, and check in and use the pronouns that the person that we're with prefers. I think the basic assumption is we shouldn't assume anything about trans bodies, and this includes the names for the parts of their bodies, particularly genitals. Check with them on how they like to refer to their parts of their bodies because everyone's different. I mean, everyone in general is different, but I think uh, in communities where people have had issues with their body, uh, they can be a lot more sensitive about how you refer to things. You may hear terms like clit, cock and girl dick for trans women and pussy hole and I love bussy, boy pussy for trans men. But it's important to understand that many, many trans and non-binary folk have a very complicated relationship with their body and this can change from day to day and actually minute to minute. Uh, that, That can make things tricky and awkward if you let it, but 
you know, there are lots of ways around that, I think. Yeah, so let's talk about some of the ways to be mindful of trans bodies during sex. Um, so this is where the nuances of consent that I teach come in really handly, handy. Because I think that consent really is an active thing and it's ongoing and it's an inside job for both of you. So it's checking in with yourself and then checking in with your partner as to what feels nice. What would they like? And my favourite question, what can make this even better? Right. So if we focus on feelings rather than physical actions, if we understand that sometimes that they don't know uh, or that things that worked yesterday may not be cool today or even in the next 10 minutes and not to assume genital function based on appearance. So what does that mean? It means that, uh, for example, some trans women may have penises but feel uncomfortable using them during sex. Others might be fine having their cocks touched but may refrain from them um, being used for penetrative sex but then there are also trans women for example who love to have penetrative sex. So don't assume anything Don't assume and don't assume penetration in any way I think. I think a lot of people are like this is this is it has to be a part of sex and no it doesn't there's a Please lot explain, of things Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things that you I mean I suggest to people all the time involve the whole body um, you can use your hands your mouth your fingers you can use your strength as we were talking above your breath blowing on people your body weight you can use sex toys strap-ons you can massage people you can rub them you can do mutual masturbation or rimming or licking or fingering there's a literally endless non penetrative style of things that you can list of things that you can do to people and I think that's really important for us to remember so how do we sort of shift the paradigm away from penetrative sex into a more free zone of pleasure I think talking about it with people and I, th I think it's really involving the whole body it does things don't have to be uh, genitally focused I think it's important to realize as well with trans folks the impact of hormones on genitals because that can affect their sex uh, for trans men it can dry out the skin if they have a vagina and make friction uncomfortable so don't make assumptions if you see a vagina or a vulva or a penis that it's going to behave in a way that you might have seen in textbooks for trans women it can soften the penis and the skin will get smoother and softer and more flaccid may not even be able to be use, using the penis for penetration so never assume you know sometimes and for you know soft touch using fingertips can feel nice again it's checking in as you, checking in as you go so this is that beautiful active consent it's asking checking how we're we doing what's this are we all right having a bit of an ongoing conversation with your bodies mm. and tanya you and i are both cisgendered women and we would love to hear from you if you are yeah. trans or non-binary and you would like to add any comments about what is best for you in the bedroom and yeah. what people can uh, can sort of bring that would you know absolutely we can't assume to be the experts of bodies that aren't our own so we're we you know we're trying really hard to get conversations going so it's really great if we can hear from all of you out there about things that have worked and things that don't we're also trying to shove an awful lot into this segment yes. so we encourage you to get in touch and we can pick things up at another time if we don't get to it today tanya kunes is a relationships counselor at surrey hills therapy she works with she does body working and sexology and probably the person i know who knows most about sex so she is our resident expert or sexpert and she's here today to talk about sex with different types of bodies coming up next we're looking at differently abled bodies and bet the best ways to pleasure them uh you're listening to let's talk about sex here on mornings fbi 94.5 and remember you can get this podcasted as well oh, yeah just <laughs> let's talk about sex in your podcast and look for the one from fbi radio this is spud by terry
Inspired by Terry. You're on Mornings, FBI 94.5. 11.37 is the time and Tanya Coons joins us for Let's Talk About Sex. We're looking at sex with differently uh, different types of bodies and right now we want to talk about people with different abilities. So, Tanya, what needs to be kept in mind here? Um, once again, I think it's imperative that we talk to our partners about what they need during intimacy and sex. Uh, Noticing some, a bit of a theme here yeah. across all different types of bodies. I know, right? So I, I think this should be all of the time. that we, we are always assuming that we think we know and we don't. Um, if we're working with people with different abilities, we might need to consider things like the room may need to be set up ahead of time. They might need help from either ourselves or our or their carers to get them onto the bed or into certain positions. So asking them what they need and how we can help them be comfortable and what considerations need to be made is actually imperative, right? So it's okay not to know. I mean, if you haven't had sex with people with different bodies or different to yours and you're not sure, I think we should treat everybody as a, a totally new individual, like, hooray, what are you into? What works for you? But it's not also, it's not only about a person's uh, physical abilities, it can be about skin integrity as well for people. They can have sensitive or overly sensitive areas of skin that might be irritated by the use of things like sex toys or too much touch. Um Impaired mobility places stress or strain onto the skin and often this isn't taken into consideration. So there's a lot of stuff that we need to think about. And once again, it's not all about genitals. Orgasms can be achieved through stimulation of all kinds of body parts, which can trigger corresponding parts in the brain for people with different abilities. Many folks have a like a sensitive erogenous zone just above areas of paralysis or numbness that you can stroke or touch and will really, you know, rev their engines. What else can be done to give more freedom to people with differently able bodies to enjoy the pleasure of sex? Yeah, um, using pillows or wedges to prop their bodies into certain positions to be more comfortable and more accessible. Um, bringing into play sex toys. Uh, there's a lot of things there. Uh, I know of an organisation in in Sydney called Touching Base. Uh, These are set up by people that I went through university with, actually. And this organisation puts uh, people with disability and or their carers in touch with uh, sex workers who are trained in how to work with people with disability. It's a fantastic organisation. They do a lot of training of sex workers on how to set up space and work with folks with disability. And lots and lots of people are finding ways to get their sexual needs met this way because they can't find ways to meet people. It can be hard for them to get out and meet folks. I particularly love stories of folks whose parents are helping them set up appointments so that they can have these sexual experiences. Yeah, I'm hearing more and more about people, you know, people with differently able people or larger body people being sort of desexualized yeah. by society, like your need, your sexual needs don't exist or they, you know, you shouldn't have them or yeah. something like that. It's like where do these ideas come from? We're all sexual beings. Maybe they're coming from people being stigmatised, like, well, we don't want to have sex with people with bodies like yours, which I think is rude. Um, and But everybody's entitled to their, their tastes and preferences. But to shut people down because they're not your type or your kind of person, that's, that's completely unfair. So, yes. The one equaliser we have is that we're all sexual beings. So how can you be a bit more of an ally to your differently abled friends in terms of sex yeah well i think acknowledging that they have sex you know they want sex sexual encounters or they're curious about sex i think we can talk to them and say you know how are you 
do you do you need some help do you need some help buying some sex toys encourage them that they can explore that way um a lot of people may not want to engage with a sex worker. So there's sex toys around that are des- actually designed for folks with disabilities. Yeah, can you tell us a bit a bit about the Ripple suit? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I was reading this on the weekend. Uh, it's a suit being made by Taiwanese technology developers and they've realised that people with disabilities were often cared for by their parents, which meant they were too embarrassed to talk about sex mm. or be sexual. So they've made this bodysuit that... You do need a carer to put it on uh, and to take it off. But apart from that, then you can drive it yourself. And the suit features heated inflatable air cushions positioned at all the typically sensitive areas of the body, such as breasts and thighs and genitals. And they gradually inflate to put pressure on certain parts of the body that stimulate, and it simulates the feeling of human touch. So, And they can also do things like vibration for women, pressure in the genital area for men. Um, they put a facial mask in it to enhance the experience so you can block out any artificial light you can have earphones uh, that do ASMR sort of stuff um, and promote relaxation and also the mask releases pheromones to reduce any anxiety that the user might have and keep their sexual desire up. That sounds pretty darn amazing. Yeah, a lot of bases covered there and what a cool piece of technology to be coming out. Absolutely. But there are other places, you know, there are places in uh, Australia, there's the independent living centres on their website. They've got a list of good sex toys for people with different abilities. And there's uh, in Sydney, the adult lifestyle centres are uh, found in Caringbar, Cogra and Penrith. They cater for folks with disabilities and they've got a list of things to consider when buying toys. Things like, how easy is this going to be given my physical uh, to operate given my physical limitations, yeah? Or what part of my body is most pleasurable to stim- stimulate because it'll, that will dictate what kind of toys you use. Uh, do I have any sensation loss that I need to accommodate for? Yeah, so we're going to buy strong-powered things or we're going to be careful of extra-sensitive skin. Um, what feels good on my body without causing pain? Right. So there's a really great questions, and we can be asking our friends that if they're open for a chat with us. Um, what erogenous zones of my body can I reach by myself? Right. And what materials are safe for me if I have allergies to different materials? Right. These are all things that we don't really think about in our day to day, but they're smart things to think about if we're buying toys and fun things. We're talking about sex with different bodies, and my guest is Tanya Coons, our resident sexologist. Thank you so much for coming in and filling us in on sex with differently abled bodies, different sizes, and trans and non-binary bodies as well. Thanks, Brady. So much to cover. I feel like it's the tip of the iceberg today. Absolutely, but it usually is. And you can <laughs> listen back on the podcast if you want to go back and listen to more. And we are going to return with this program on Mondays for August on a fortnightly basis. So I'll see you then. We're not sure what we're going to cover yet, but we are open to suggestions. What would you like to hear a Let's Talk About Sex episode on? You can text in and let us know, 0409 945 945. And you can find Tani Coons at surreyhillstherapy.com and get in touch with her there if you want to find out more.